Hey everybody, it's your girl Queenie. I am here with another episode of the great Dr. Lane Rowland. Um, this month we are talking about the Delta variant. We are talking about, again, the importance of the mask um, and so much more. So join me as I catch up with Dr. Lane Rowland. This month, July, it's hot. It's fun. We're doing it. And he's also educating. So enjoy the show. Wait. Um, so we're just going to wait a few minutes. I um, hope y'all doing good tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to chatting it up with the doc. I do not have a drink tonight. You know, normally I do have a little glass of wine or something, but I don't have one tonight um, because I have been busy doing other things. So unfortunately... I don't have one. So tonight we're going to be talking again with the amazing Dr. Lane Rowland. Um, You guys have seen him come on to my show several times. Um, Medical officer, uh, I mean, virologist, professor, he's a military vet. I mean, you name it, there's so many things I could probably um, say about Dr. Rowland, but I now say he is a friend to the Relationship Zone podcast, the Bar Talks podcast. Um, He definitely has been coming and filling us in all along about the things that's going on um, out there as it relates to COVID and just overall health. So it's not even only COVID. So um, he he has a way of speaking to us in a very no-nonsense type of way and getting his point across and hopefully we, you know, paying attention to what he's saying. Um, he's talked to us about uh, this new variant for months now. And I think I'm starting to see a lot of it on on TV. Um, but um, he's going to come talk to us and let us know that, you know, it's not over yet. Um, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. And... Um, yeah, so if you guys haven't been following Dr. Roland, please do check him out. Um, he has a series called Coffee with the Doc, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that, um, how you can follow him um, there and follow him all over uh, social media. IG, he's there. I think he's out there on Twitter, but Facebook and definitely IG, he's out there. And um, he's really doing a lot. Um, you've probably seen, I've shared a couple videos. He was out on the, some of the news um, channels doing what he doing what he doing what he do you know and uh, I think he is in here with us now hey Doc hey what's up <laughs> here so I am um, I'm not on video yet but we are live on Facebook hopefully they can hear the audio I'm about to check oh, can you can you hear me at all no can you hear me can you can you hear me Gotta love, gotta love it, gotta love it. Um, he'll be back. So I'll hold it down for a moment here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we can hear it. Let me hop on so you guys can see me because um, that's important. Hey, y'all. 
I think I got my light a little too bright. It looks too bright to me. Y'all can tell me what y'all think. It looks a little bright to me. Um, let me see. Dr. Rowling, come on back. Let's try to get him back. Okay, I'm back. Can you hear me very well? I can hear you well. Can you hear me okay? I hear you very well. Um, well, I had gone on without video. I was kind of talking to the people behind the screen um, about what we're doing tonight, which is look, hanging with Dr. Rowland again. <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this for a year and a half, girl. Time is just going by so fast. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're looking good. Tell me where you are. Look like you've been in some good sunshine, skin looking great. Where are you? Well, well, you know what they say, you know, uh, black don't crack. <laughs> Especially if we take care of ourselves, it really stays together. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's preservatives. <laughs> but no, I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas. I've been here for um, approximately almost a week now, uh, working with the, probably one of the, I've, in my opinion, I've dealt with a lot of organizations in my career, military, you know, uh, different organizations and stuff that say they have a purpose, but I'm working with uh, the Urban League and the Urban League has a history in America that a lot of people don't have. And I am so privileged and honored to be in partnership with them uh, to be able to provide uh, education, practical solutions to make sure that the rural Americas and people of color uh, are not going to be devastated by uh, the COVID-19 situation. They have a game plan to get themselves in, in, in the community called Boots on the Ground. And I love that type of attitude. So everybody's listening to this podcast tonight. You, goes, you guys go down, and I'm telling you right now, you better support the Urban League in your local area because this organization has history. They have credibility. And this is something I'm working with. And I'm so fortunate to be blessed to be with uh, the Urban League and Scott Hamilton here in Arkansas going out and saving people's lives. It kind of reminds me of being back in the jungle. And if you're going to really make a difference, it's a lot easier talking about the jungle instead of getting in the jungle. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so listen, so you're down working with the Urban League. You've been working with a lot of organizations, a lot of organizations doing some great and amazing things. So I thank you for that. Again, I mean, your reach is, you know, way greater than we probably could have ever imagined from the beginning of this. But now I'm looking at where you are now and I'm like, oh my, he is still so dedicated to, to this cause. So thank you so much, Doc. I really Oh, no, thank you. So I, I want people to know that, you know, one of the things that I bring to the table, I've always brought to the table is that is credibility. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't sugarcoat it. And I tell you something, you can take that to the bank. And, you know, I've worked in the hot zones in the jungles of Peru, dengue and malaria and all this stuff. I'm in the hot zone in the United States. I'm in the state of Arkansas, the hot zone. We're talking about yesterday, the whole narrative changed because now the babies are dying from COVID. And that's a whole different ball game. And I don't want to, you don't, don't sugarcoat it for me. I don't want to hear about wear a mask, don't wear a mask. These babies died yesterday here in Little Rock, Arkansas. And it reminds me of being in the jungles of Peru. What do you say to that mother baby that died from COVID? Because some idiot out there talking about they don't want to wear a mask. 
wear a mask. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. You have to wear a mask because the person that got vaccinated breathed on that kid and affected them children and probably killed that them children here in Little Rock, Arkansas, in the hot zone. Wow, that is so so sad. I haven't even seen it on the news yet because I haven't been it's on. The news. Yeah, it I've is, already posted. It's all for what. Yeah, I haven't been on, but I'm definitely going to catch up on that story. This is the first time I'm hearing that, and that is sad. So, so you know, Doc, you know, I wanted to bring you back because, one, because I just love you, <laughs> but two, <laughs> two, because, of course, you've been talking about the variant, um, the Delta variant, and all the other variants. You've been talking about this for quite some time, um, and you are, I know, down south, like you said, in the hot zone. Um, can I ask you, how, you know, how are things actually going down south? Because, you know, I'm, I'm up in D.C. and I know, you know, how crazy it is for us. But um, I know the south was different from the very beginning, even before the vaccine was was uh, available. Um, it was just it was receiving the, the information and receiving, you know, the whole covid um, pandemic just differently. So how is well, it now? Well, I mean, the reality is that you have to understand, and we've talked about this stuff. We talk about vaccine hesitance. We talk about uh, underlying trust of where, you know, why people of color, minorities, brown people uh, don't believe in the system. And it's right here in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. You have situations where mayors have asked for the vaccine for black folks because they didn't get them. And the mayor, I mean, the governor was saying, the mayor of the vaccines here and uh, they get to the Walmart and there's a hundred vaccines, but the black people are 101 because mm-hmm. the white people at the pharmacy were calling the white folks to make sure they got the vaccine. So they weren't thinking about these Negroes mm-hmm. and the mayor calls the Paul calls the governor against, Hey, we need vaccines for black folks. Mm-hmm. Send another to a white pharmacist. And sure enough, that white pharmacist calls all his friends and the black person's always one-on-one. And this is part of the vaccine inheritance, uh, vaccine hesitancy. This is part of the racial discrimination that under, underscores all this thing. One thing I, I, I talked about this several years ago at Tuskegee Institution when I presented uh, healthcare disparities. I was talking about the global impacts of diseases. Can diseases change a, a modern world? Absolutely. Now we see economic racism. Economic. Uh, we see economic insecurity. Food insecurity. Black people, people brown, people that are uh, low income to no income are really, really true. They're not even on the bus. They're not even in the back of the bus. And this is the afterthought. And this is a problem that we have. And one of the things I'm having the opportunity to do is that I have, I, I cannot talk about it. Yeah. That is what makes me who I am. See, I can talk about it, but guess what? You know, I've done it. Yeah. I, Tell you to do a thousand push-ups, and guess what? Dr. Rowland's done a thousand and one. Yeah. And so I have to come here and make a difference. I have to be here just like yesterday and the day before. I'm in there in the schools with the black boys and girls. Mm-hmm. They're sitting on my lap asking me yeah. questions, little black, beautiful babies and stuff. Yeah. That's my responsibility to make sure I give these babies and their family members an opportunity to have information that's going to make them uh, uh, make them make a difference in life. Because I don't want to put these babies in body bags. And I started to put babies in body bags in Little Rock, Arkansas. So what in the hell do you say to a parent, a parent that loses a child? 
Yeah. I've been there before. I hear the screams of people screaming and crying and falling out, praying to God, and God ain't listening to them. Mm-hmm. And they're dealing with it. What do you say to them? I'm sorry. I feel your pain. You know, uh, you know, you could have wore a mask, didn't wear a mask. Come on, please, folks. Right. Oh, goodness, God. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine. I, I, that's, I just can't imagine um, what it's like. It's scary. It's, it's still scary to a lot of us. And um, you've been telling us, and I mean, I know that there's some, you know, misinformation out there, and I want to make sure that we're careful not to offer that because Facebook will. You're not going to probably Queen. That's I can I can promise you right now. You, you yeah. might as well take that. Excuse me. You might as well take that shit to the bank. That ain't going to happen. Yeah. There's not gonna, one person on this planet. Look at my eyes. Mm-hmm. Going to tell me anything about science, medicine, and virology. Yeah. Yeah. Just sit down and shut up. Yeah. You might not like me because of the way I look, yeah. maybe my attitude, but you're definitely not going to tell a six degree individual like me yeah. that has real world experience telling me about some virus or biochemistry. Mm-hmm. I'll throw my coke in your face. Well, look, you've been on it the whole time. You have been on it. We have talked about that Delta variant. We've talked about it coming back. We've talked about all of that. We've talked about the waves. I mean, anyone that has been following you or following our discussions or any discussions that you put out there, um, they can pretty much take it to the bank. You have been on it. So with that being said, um, tell me, uh, I know you're in, in Little Rock. Um, can you share with us some things that maybe we should be considering, um, should be thinking about? I mean, we already know the mask. We, we know that. We know that we need to continue to wear the mask. Um, that is definitely something that has been proven. Um, I, I think it was important from Little Rock because Little Rock is, is really like in the center of the United States. Mm-hmm. It is the hot zone. Missouri is a hot zone next to it. Mm-hmm. Two hot zones. This stuff is going to spread all over the country. Just look at it's, it's looked like just germs coming out affecting everybody. Yeah. And that's where we're at. And we're at the beginning of what's going to happen. This is a preview of what happened last year. Mm-hmm. We knew what happened last year. It's going to go away. Put your head in the microwave. It's like the food. Drink bleach. Everybody feeling comfortable. CDC all screwed up. Got information. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Sending out faulty test kits and stuff. Giving people false negatives. They screwed up. Then we get to Memorial Weekend because people stress out, mm-hmm. kind of lack, relax the, uh, the, the, uh, the wearing mask mandates. Yeah. People have barbecue. They had barbecue last year. Then they then all of a sudden, 30 days later, after having barbecue for Memorial Weekend, cases going up. Oh, my God. But don't forget, we got 4th of July. We got to celebrate. We got to feel comfortable. We eat hot dogs. Well, I promise you, now we're, getting, we're seeing the results of that. And a lot of them folks out there, like I said on my coffee doctrine, a lot of y'all, this be the last hot dog y'all have because you ain't going to make it to July 4th of next year. That's just a fact because you didn't listen. And that's that. And now what we're doing, now we're at, is at the peak of this new, the, the second pandemic. And I've been saying that for the last year. You have. Period. End of story. So we're on the slope of that. So what you saw last year, you need to take that, all the people on this, 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 this Zoom call and your platform just look what happened last year. Yeah. August, September, October, November, we will go to a million people dead by January. That is a fact. You're not going to change the outcourts of that. Okay. So viewers, y'all here. We are back again with Dr. Lane Rowland. Um, he is always coming, giving it to us straight. 
any of you that follow uh, my interviews with him, then you will know that we've been having these conversations and it definitely is coming to pass. Everything you see on TV, he's already been talking about it for months prior to it ever hitting, you know, the TV or hitting, you know, like public information. So, um, Doc, let's see. James, James is saying, good evening. How you doing? Um, hi, Camilo. Vicky, hi, Donna. Um, Antoine, hi, Michael. Okay, I'm just saying hello to everybody for us. Um, if you have any questions, put them in the chat box so I can ask Dr. Roland. So, Doc. I'm going to turn the curve a little bit. What you drinking on over there? <laughs> they, I, they, they have a a a a punch. Okay. By a sister. I, I, I'm speechless. A punch, maybe. Okay. okay. I'm talking Southern punch. Is it? Is it good? I'm talking. It's better than a Mai Tai Tahiti punch. That's what I'm drinking, girl, and that boy is so smooth. I call that I call it the, the the Little Rock Punch. Yeah, and it's good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, listen, tonight I'm not drinking on anything. Um, I am sipping on water, but I will have me something a little later. Um, let me let let let's let's go back a little bit. Um, just looking at what's going on right now. So. Do you believe that we're going to possibly have to lock down again? Um, I'm, I'm hearing about certain. Yeah, this, but, yeah, I agree. But there, there's not going to be if we're going to have to lock down. It's going to happen. Okay. The virus is going to make it happen. And, you know, we're seeing uh, Merlin, uh, Maryland, you live at uh, in that area. They already got emergency protocols in it. New Orleans making mandate. Everybody got to wear masks. L.A., California, you will be wearing masks. Las Vegas is about to implement mask again. You just left Vegas a month ago. And all them infected people, Lambda virus, Delta mutation virus, and you were there because the people that go to Vegas and most of the part, they're nasty. Mm-hmm. They get drunk and they don't care. No mask. Well, I guarantee you, all them people went to uh, Vegas, they might as well go ahead and buy their own body bags. Mm-hmm. I, I never go back to Vegas after that experience this last time. And I've gone several times, but that last one was enough for me. I, I realized I can't do it anymore. Queenie, tell everybody about your experience because this is a lesson about what we have to, the way we save people's lives is that we can't sugarcoat stuff. We have to tell people what the real experience was. So tell everybody out there what happened when you went to Vegas, all them fools. On yeah, them like, yeah, like we were in Vegas and first it was a mass mandate and at so it was like as soon as it came on the news and when public said no mask mandate, people took the mask off. They were up under each other. Um, every like all the casinos went back up to like 100 percent capacity. It was instant. It was it was not even like a slow rollout. Literally, I was downstairs and I went across the street to the CVS. And that's where I realized the mandate had been lifted. People were in the line. I'm not wearing masks. They were cussing and fussing. And I'm I was still fully masked up. And I did not know what was going on. And I walked back to my hotel and I could see that we had gone from like a 50% capacity to 100% in probably, it was less than an hour. That was that quick. Um, and I was I was so ready to go. I, I mean, I, I, I could not do it any longer. Listen, watching people argue and fuss over math. And- well, here's the thing. When we look at public health and the history of infectious diseases, mm-hmm. I'm going to write the book. Las Vegas was a super spreader to the world and killed millions of people. That is a fact. And that is why they're going back and shut down again. 
I, I hope they enjoyed their money. Uh, and the biggest winner was the virus. Yeah. The virus, thank you very much. It won the biggest jackpot in all the history of mankind because all them fools in Vegas went to their representative towns and countries and universities world and they spread that virus. The virus said, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I had my experience looking at it. It was in real time. I, it, it was just a lot. So we have two comments um, or question. Vicki asked, um, do you really see a light at the end of the long, of this long tunnel? I think the light's going to come to the end of the tunnel in probably about 10 years. Because what's happened is that because of the people with inconsistency, people got their head buried in the sand, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, don't wash your hands, go to Las Vegas, which is a super spreader. Las Vegas is a super spreader. That's what you need to always remember, Las Vegas super spreader. Yeah. It spread the disease around the world with the Lambda strain and the Delta strain and the Epsilon strain and all of them folks coming from California to Las Vegas brought that stuff back to California shutdown. It's going to happen. Yeah. So is there going to be any light in, in, in a tunnel? I see the light in about 10 years. That's the reality because this is when you happen, when you start talking about people's constitutional rights mm -hmm. and truly understanding infectious diseases and understanding how viruses are transmitted. People, we and your leaders killed you guys and you guys are ghosts. You just don't know it. Mm -hmm. mm, 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 mm. That is deep. Okay, Doc, here's another one. Um, so Michael, he said that I'm so in agreement with Doc um, about possibly another lockdown. People are so reckless not wearing masks. I think a lot of us feel that same way, Mike. I, I do feel that way as well. Um, and I get it. I know we all, we got, we became tired and ready to just get out. But the thing is, is that the virus hasn't gone anywhere. It, it just it hasn't. You know, I don't know if we ever even flattened the curve, sir. We, we, we never flattened the curve. And this is the reality. And this is why I always try to go back to the basics. If the government, you know, Trump was telling you guys to put your head in the microwave, drink some chloride, shoot yourself with bleach. It's going to go away in the fall or the springtime. And they had all them idiots around him that supported this concept. And a lot of idiots believe that stuff. And, you know, and a lot of them idiots are in body bags now. And there's going to be a lot more idiots in, the, in body bags. If people would have listened, basic public health, the experts in epidemiology and public health that understand how diseases are transmitted. If you know, for example, when they talked about small parks, small, uh, when they talked about smallpox, they understood it came from a cow. Mm -hmm. They understand how diseases are transmitted in England through the water system. Mm -hmm. And once you find out how a disease is transmitted, you have to somehow intervene in that transmission, i.e. don't drink that water coming from the, the slaughterhouse. It's infected. You know, you, if you understand the disease is transmitted by touching, a, getting a tick, you don't get a tick. We never done that. You know, we never explained to people, this is how a disease occurs, how you can break that transmission of diseases. And so what's happening is it's gone. The virus is out of control. You are not controlling. You're not going to be able to vaccinate the virus away. You, it is ball game done. Reality. So what do we have to do? We've got to get back to the ground game. I better wear a mask. I better wash my hands. I better have masks. I better have situational awareness. Even if you think that you have some immunity from the vaccine, don't you get on the elevator with nine people breathing in that air? I can promise you that. And if you do have a vaccine, do you really know what your antibody levels are? Mm -hmm. 
have you been tested to see if you really have the antibodies for the vaccination? Maybe they gave you a black butter placebo. You're part of the experiment. A4312, a Shrek 262. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. So so we're gonna go back to the to the very basics, what you've been talking about from the very beginning, which was um making sure that we wear the mask, clean our hands. I mean, you 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 gave us this for months, for for over a year now, you've been having this conversation. We are really back to square one because it hasn't gone anywhere. No, the, the vast majority of people back to square one because they never they never listened. Yeah. They, they thought this was, you know, uh, I understand the psychological component of this. I have PTSD. We, we, every one of us on this planet knows somebody or somebody has been exposed to the SARS cov bias one way or the other. Yeah. But the people didn't listen. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to pay the consequences. A lot of people are going to pay the ultimate consequences this year because a lot of you folks ain't going to see Labor Day. Mm-hmm. A lot of you folks ain't going to, y'all won't be having no sweet potato pie for Thanksgiving. And you damn sure ain't gonna be having no no cranberry sauce and turkey for Christmas, and you won't be celebrating New Year's this year because you didn't listen. Well, for those of us that are listening, let's talk to them. <laughs> you know, we cannot save everybody, right? We know that, right? We want to, so I don't want to make it seem like I don't. Um, hence why I think I do this show every month with you because I believe in the basic science of what you're telling us. I mean, it's it's just basic science and it makes perfect sense. And so um, I believe in that. And I'm hoping that my viewers who are still watching us believe as well. And, you know, we can keep our families as safe as possible. Um, and we can remain aware whenever we're out and about, um, even in our homes, you know, I still take my shoes off when I walk into the house. Um, so let's talk to them, Doc, you know, like those people. What can you say to those of us that are tuning in because we want to do what's right? We want to be better at this, better stewards of, you know, our own safety and our health and 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 bring our family along as well and our friends. Well, I, I mean, I think everybody in America has some education in basic biology. Everybody takes a biology course, you know, uh, and that where Star said, this is just basic science of biology. You, you guys have been taught that in school high school and college so you know you have to have a biology class and maybe some of you guys are taking a microbiology class so it goes back down to the basics one understanding this is a virus respiratory airborne why in the hell are you having a constitutional right debate about a mask in an airborne virus two understanding how the disease is transmitted understanding fecal contamination waste contamination that every touch screen that you touch in the public arena, kiosks at the Kroger's, you know, kiosks at the airport, your ATM pin number at the bank or the gas station is infecting the feces. So why would you expose your hands to that and take your hands to come in contact with feces and put your finger in your eyeball? You're going to get infected. Understanding that when you go to the store, the produce, your apples, your onions, your bananas, your grapes, people touch that. They want to squeeze the avocado, squeeze the cantaloupe, squeeze the peaches, they put them back in there and their fingers, all that produce in the markets are contaminated with feces and viruses, hepatitis, SARS virus. So you have to make sure that you sterilize or food, sanitize your food when you get home before you eat it. That's the basic type of common sense stuff that you try to create a bubble 
that I don't need to teach you that. I need to show you that. Yeah. And if I show you, like we say in surgery, see one, do one. Mm-hmm. I operate on a baby and I do a surgery. I got my resident intern with me and I show them, I make the decision. I do the procedure. Then the next patient, see one, do one. So you need to, if I'm doing it, you need to be doing it. Right. If I get out the boat, you need to get out the boat. If Dr. Rowan stays in the boat, guess what you need to do? You need to stay in the boat. And that's how you do it. Because if you listen to these guys out there that have no credibility, no scientific credibility, just talking heads, them folks have killed millions of people, yeah. period, end of story. And you can't write the script any better. You can't write this movie any better. This is an Academy Award winning movie. And I'm in the I'm in the audience eating popcorn watching you guys as the characters play out the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So um, everyone that's watching, do you have any questions? If you do, send them in, drop them into the chat, and I will make sure to ask Dr. Roland. Um, and because we're not going to do our whole hour segment, Dr. Roland is he is enjoying himself. Okay, so I need to make sure that he gets off of here early enough while he can still enjoy that sunset because. We're an hour behind, right? You're an hour behind me. Oh, come on, Queen of Love. You, you, come on, you know I'm a special forces guy, girl. You know I, I can operate anytime I got the energy to make But the bottom line is that I think it's important that people need to understand this is a reset program. Yeah. This is the beginning. This is part one of what's going to happen over the next six months. Mm-hmm. And mark my words, in August, you're going to be saying, Wow. I think my son called me Black Namadompus, or whatever y'all call it. What's the guy? That- Not Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah, call- <laughs> Nostradamus. Nostradamus. Nostradamus, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, my- he's my, my son. I'm going to tell everybody this stuff affects me, too. Uh, my son's in Mexico, uh, Brandon Collinsworth, to face some Nike. And guess what? He's infected with the Delta P bars. Man. He can't get out of Mexico. He's sicker than a dog. And what I'm telling you, folks, is that this stuff affects everybody. And my son, who's the face of Nike, super athlete, mm-hmm. is sick with COVID. What does that tell you? Yeah. Then I'm talking to his friend in L.A., 24 years old, calling me up, crying, mm-hmm. spitting up blood with a massive headache. Had to get an ambulance to get Tim into the hospital. This, start, this Delta virus is not affecting just the old people. Yeah. It's affecting People in their 20s, teenagers, children, ball game over with. Wow. Wow. Okay. So so let's see. I'm going to read this here, sir. Um, Michael says, I have to leave you guys. Um, you are so informative. My first, my first time on this platform and definitely looking forward to the next meeting. Thank you, Mike. I hope you come back. Queenie and Doc, thank you for reminding myself and others that this pandemic, pandemic is far from over and we need to continue to mask up. Absolutely. Um, Bonique, uh, my aunt says the media is stating this is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated and it's the unvaccinated people causing the various mutations. Is that true? What are your, what is your opinion and your thoughts on that, sir? Oh, on what now? Exactly. The specific um, yeah. The question was, um, she said the media is stating that this is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated and it's the unvaccinated people causing the various that, That's that, That's a, that's a, it's not a the vaccinated the unvaccinated people ain't driving this pandemic it's the vaccinated people that are driving this pandemic because these are the ones that have partial immunity and these are guys are the ones that are producing all these super mutants that's just a fact wow. it's just that's the spin zone mm-hmm. and then the spin zone will get you killed 
<laughs> in ball game over. That's absolutely incorrect. Wow. And so if they tell you that all oh, the, the backs, they have to blame somebody. Mm-hmm. They, they need to blame. They need to blame their failed policies. Because mm-hmm. you do not, if you're not an infectious disease specialist and you're a politician and you didn't go to school for it, you need to sit down and shut up. This ain't your arena. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you don't have control of the virus. Ball game done. But I don't have to say anything. The virus is going to make history for you anyway. Yeah. And the guys in this, 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 what we call this lane killed 700,000 Americans. What do you say now? Babies are dying now. What do you say to the parents now? Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. So th- that's all the questions. So, so let me let me take another turn. Um, I want to know um, your experience because we talked earlier. You kind of mentioned like this is like a plague from like biblical times, right? Um, what is happening in the, um, I guess, the religious communities that you're in? Um, what is you know what, what are they doing? What are they? What's happening? What are they talking about? I know you were just on a platform and I'd like to hear a little bit about what's happening there. Yeah, I, I have, I've had the hop, opportunity to work with some of the biggest uh, churches in the black community from Baptist, Methodist, you know, uh, AME uh, this week. And they've been absolutely just fantastic because the church is a knowledge. I tell people what I told the folks last night was that I think what happens is now, now because of the virus is that the church has become the public health. It is the public health. Because the church knows who's in the congregation sick. They know who has money issues, sickness problems, having financial problems. They know if uh, Mrs. Jones is not getting her food. And so what's happening now because of the pandemic, the church itself is going to have a bigger foundation because the black church in particular has always been kind of the cement for the community for hundreds of years in the 50s and 40s, you know, through racism. It's always been that fabric, like I call it, a fist to hold the community together. Mm-hmm. So now the church has more of a bigger role now if they practice what they preach, understanding the people in their congregation, understanding that they are the public health, making sure people are informed with the most up-to-date information, making sure they can provide the best technology for the people, i.e., hey, if you're going to get vaccine, the vaccinated, you need to get a test to measure antibodies. You need to know if you're in a public arena teaching kids every week, you need to be tested to see if you're infected. You need to understand if uh, if somebody is sick in a household. And one of the questions that was asked to me last night was that, Doc, we have people that have four or five people living in a house. How do you self-quarantine when somebody's infected? Well, these are the things that we have to understand that people are not going to be able to go to the Hamptons and separate from everybody. These people living in the same house. So we have to teach people how to wear a mask, how to clean a bathroom, understand what self-quarantine. I'm talking about real self-quarantine where the person that's infected is not wearing a mask in the house, but also the, the people that live in a house are wearing a house. And they have the technology to make sure they buy air sanitizer, purification. Unit. These are the things that the church is responsible for. And one thing I've noticed here in Little Rock is that the church is the blood of the Black race. It is the blood of the Black people, has direct communication to the Black people. And that's one of those things when I look at Fauci and all these fools running around here, they they ain't been in the Black church. You don't see any little Black boys and girls sitting on Dr. Fauci's lap. They're sitting on Dr. Rowland's lap. Yeah, They yeah. recognize me. They see us. We're one of their own. I saw your, I saw the pictures. I was, I was like, oh, look at him out there. He's, he's in his zone. 
Um, for those of you that's watching, um, we are with Dr. Roland again, rolling with Dr. Roland, of course. Um, this is our happy hour. We will be on probably for another 10, 15 minutes. Share this out, if you will. Um, leave your questions in the box and uh, I'll make sure that I ask Dr. Roland, but please share and get the information out for me. Doc, is there anything else? What's happening with you? What's new? Um, other than, of course, this work that you're doing, and, you know, People, I think you know, I, I think for me, you know it's funny, Queen. My my, my sister, my, my my little sister. And yeah. We we did, I think we did the last time. I was in Mexico on the ocean. On the ocean, <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> you were you were you were out there on the ocean, laying your hair down. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what's going on. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. And you know. <laughs> People, I don't want them to only know you for COVID. You do a lot of things. And so you're, you know, you've been out here, you know, saving lives and helping people for a very long time. Um, so there's a lot that you have to offer to people that look like myself. And so I want to make well, sure. This, this be for real. Just think about it. I mean, you know, I, I can never figure it out. And I, I mean, this, I don't care what anybody thinks now. I'm, 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 I, I've, I've done my dues and stuff. And I remember, um, how we always wanted uh, white people to validate us. Mm -hmm. They tell you to do this, jump this high, and you got to get this degree. And guess what? We never, ever make it to that glass ceiling, do we? Right. Never. And so what I've learned in life now is that I have to be secure who I am. Mm -hmm. And don't worry about somebody patting me on the back or I got to look in the mirror and say, you know, Johnny likes me i have to like myself mm -hmm. the perfections and the imperfections and i think for me is the, the fact that given the opportunity on this stage the biggest stage in the world lebron james has a big stage but my stage is bigger than his mm -hmm. because i'm saving people's lives i'm talking real lives not some entertainment somebody singing a song busting a dance nobody cares about that when people are trying to live and survive you think you're going to go to the hospital here in Little Rock and bust a dance? Does somebody care about a basketball on a child that's, that's died? No, I have a bigger role in that. And so I think for me, it's just to have the opportunity by God or whatever, to have an opportunity to come back with all the years of experience I've had and be able to share that knowledge and, and help people in a different way. Yeah, maybe I don't have the mosquitoes and the snakes and the anacondas and the piranhas in the jungles and the monkeys and the jaguars and the and the rivers and stuff. It's a different type of jungle here in the United States. And so I'm having fun right now. I'm I'm loving it. And I'm gonna maximize every opportunity I have throughout the country. I'm gonna keep on uh the platforms there to because if I save one person's life, I've done my job. Absolutely. Here. Mm -hmm. I love that, sir. Thank you again for, I, I say it, thank you for your service because you have been serving for people like myself and many others for a very long time. So thank you so much. Um, we have a question. If a person had the coronavirus uh, months ago, is it advised that they get the vaccine? Well, I would tell people when it comes to the vaccine, people have to make the best decision for themselves, informed consent. I put that on the internet because I'm so sick of hearing about that. I've been telling you guys, and the reality is that you get a, I don't care if you get 10 vaccines, it doesn't matter. The vaccine, the antibodies only last for 85 days, period, end of story. So what does that mean? You don't have to get a booster shot. That's a fact. Yeah. 
And I keep telling you guys, you guys need to read the actual paper on what Pfizer presented to the FDA to get approval. And I, I put the paper that they submitted, and it says in parentheses, they did not test minorities. They did not test pregnant females. They did not test old people. They didn't test people autoimmunities. You are the guinea pig. They're testing on you right now. And they're going to let you know in six months if it works or not. But you are the experiment because yeah. this is experimental vaccine. So now, just so y'all know, it's not that it's not that he's against it. He's just wanting you to be informed. Okay. So I don't want anyone to take this video and decide they're going to take it down because we're saying no. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not a matter of taking a video down. What it is is what it is. I mean, what are you going to do? They, uh, NBC's going to put an article in there that if you get the vaccine, you you can have a heart attack, myocarditis. You're going to put in there that women that get the modern things are having clots in the brain. They're going to pull that down. That, that that's not right. Right. This it's not. It's not right. But you know that you know, like I've I've been in jail on Facebook for like sixty days here and there. Um, yeah, they they are really tripping. So I just want to make sure that people understand what we're saying here. And I don't want it to get mis misconstrued. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but if, but if I tell you something can correct, then you do it. But if you cannot debunk me because I'm telling you what's in the science book, yep. then you just sit down and shut up. Yep. Yep. I, I stand by you. So, um, I hope we answered your question. If you have any more questions, send them in. We have a few more minutes. So, so Doc, what's what's um, what are some of our next steps that you think um, we should be considering again? Um, and after that, tell me what's um, what are you I think, our next steps? I think it's very critical that people get themselves prepared. What we call preemptive uh, strikes, or preemptive, or what we call prophylactic. Uh, I think people need to start getting uh, toilet paper. I think people need to start buying alcohol. We need to buy mats. People need to start buying stuff that same thing you did last year. Because yeah. I promise you, because the, because the most of the people got the head buried in sand. Mm-hmm. And when they pull their head out of sand, it's going to be too late. There ain't going to be any antiviral masks. There's not going to be any uh, hand sanitizer. There's not going to be any toilet paper, paper towel, alcohol. So you need to do what the survivors do and get yourself uh, prepared. Because this time around, you thought last year was bad. It's going to be a hundred percent worse than last year because the virus is much more, as a two hundred twenty-five percent more powerful than last year. Right. So September, October, November, December is what I call hump months. Mm. So you want to make it to New Year's. You make it to New Year's, you'll make it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so that's good to know. I would definitely go out and restock. Not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not all the way down and gone, but I definitely need to restock thinking about the months to come. Um, the flu season is on the way. Then again, oh yeah, flu season is on the way. Yeah, flu's going to be here probably. So we'll start seeing cases September, October, November, December. They've already started to see flu cases in the other part of the world in the southern hemisphere because it's winter time. So people don't have to worry about the flu and also SARS. And that's why you better mask up, hand wash up, mat up, situational awareness up. Because this is going to be a rough year. And you can look what's happening. You can look at every day in the newspaper. It's telling you subliminal. Mm-hmm. Texas shutting down. Mm-hmm. You know, cruise ships. Mm-hmm. L.A. shutting down. Vegas is super spreader. Come on, folks. You, you're getting ready because, in, because what's going to happen September 1, they're going to say it's ball game over with. Then what are you going to do? Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's it's scary. And, I, you know, I'm barely watching the news, but now I'm starting to pick it back up, especially after talking with you today and looking at, you know, like ball games are happening again and people are showing up in, I mean, I'm talking big capacity. Like I'm hosting an event this weekend and we have like maybe 20 people and it's indoor, outdoor. And I've put all these protocols in place and, you know, and I'm, and I'm, st- I'm nervous about that, you know, but um, I can't go somewhere that there's a hundred, 200. I, I just can't, I can't, I can't even think, you know, when I'm in an environment like that. So. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to put it on record. I want all y'all folks to go to these football games. I want yes. all you guys no. to go to these games. No, he does not, y'all. No, he does not. Because I'm going to be in business for a long time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So, listen, what, what's new with you? Um, like, what can we be looking out on the lookout for? I know you have Coffee with the Docs. So you want to tell us about that a little bit? About Coffee with the Doc? Yeah. Tell, tell I, people a little bit about yeah. that. Well, Coffee with the Doc is something I uh, I was thinking about because, you know, uh, it's just a uh, you get up. At, I get up in the morning every time at three o'clock in the morning. I have my coffee. And I'm doing my uh, my my what I call virology intelligence investigation surveillance, looking at what's going on around the world. And I said, you know, so I start writing in the morning time, and I want to give people kind of a survey of what's going on, real life, and then integrate that with microbiology. You know, for example, yesterday I talked about the virus and the reason why people have bad problems with the lungs because the virus kills the cellula in the cell that gets rid of secretions and. And to, you know, push your stuff out. If the virus kills that, you're going to have an infection. You get pneumonia. I like that. It's just a great platform for me just to be a regular person writing about life as, a, as an infectious disease specialist and giving people my perspective. So that's a very, very powerful tool that I love doing. Uh, I, I will make an announcement probably on Monday, but I've been added to another uh, COVID healthcare task force, <laughs> a bigger one. I'll make that an announcement probably. You're quite the czar, y'all see. <laughs> huh? I said, you're quite the czar, y'all see. <laughs> yeah, well, but that'll be something that's coming down the pipeline. I take that charge very, very uh, seriously because, you know, I, I have the floor now. I have the platform now because I've been right. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of the guys that jumped in this space and talked to them one minute. They don't, if you ask them about virology, they can't tell you anything about viruses. You, you tell them, you ask them about diseases, they couldn't tell you, they couldn't tell you what's in the textbook, because, you know, uh, Omaha, Nebraska is a long ways from the jungles of Peru. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. right, right. And, then, and then I think, and, then I think the, and the biggest thing also is that just to have an opportunity to uh, continue to uh, help and promote the Urban League, because they have such the, they're touching, they actually got the pulse of the community and that's part of their mission is to provide opportunities for brown, black people, just people in general, giving people the, 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 the civil rights and having the opportunity. And we're going to be partnering. I'm partnering with them guys to continue to provide the opportunity for people to have the best information to survive through the SARS-CoV-2 virus because it is, a, it is an epidemic disease. And it's a, it's a critical mass that people have to have the best the best information. So working with the Urban League is another platform that I look forward and the Urban League's been around for a long time. Good, good. Well, we're going to follow you on that. Um, I also saw that you were on, like, was it one of the news channels most recently? You're always on something. Yeah, well, my, one, of the, one of the programs I love and I, I've been blessed to be a part of their, their, the, the, the communication is the Black News Channel. So every Sunday night, 
you know, 7 p.m., you know, prime time live, talking about different issues from COVID. And, uh, you know, even if the, even if I had to go to my other hat, the trauma guy, it's just a great platform uh, being able to talk to people real time and speak what I know from the knowledge I know and not be able to kind to uh, water down or lie to people, mm-hmm. but keep it real. And that's what the Black News Channel is about, is telling the truth for people of color, Black and brown. Yeah, that- Black News Channel. Mm-hmm. And and it's on the, um, it's the website, right? Or do you guys go live on Facebook? Or they, just- It's live on uh, Cox, uh, AT&T, the different channels and different communities and stuff. But it's always, that's a live uh, news show. Uh, you know, well, I'm the one I'm on. And they have, uh, you know, they have blow from New York Times. You know, they have some very powerful people that are on that platform that we know in our community. And so it's just a privilege for me to even be uh, even considered as uh, one of their resident experts in COVID. And I've been on there since October. I think I probably done about 50, 50 shows because every Sunday I'm on that show. And I, and I hope to continue to be a product and a uh, role model and providing them best information to save people's lives worldwide. All right, so for the viewers, y'all heard it. VNC, y'all check it out. You can catch it on like your local TV, I think that is. I know you said it's on, yeah, Cox. And so go out there and just Google it. What's up? I found it. So, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on their website. That's how I found you. But, but you know, so it's a great opportunity. And this is a problem that we've had. You know, one of the things with social media is that now uh, the problem that the, the powers that be, they've lost the, they lost the upper ground. They can't control the narrative because the information is out there now. Right. I mean, could you imagine 40 years ago, 50 years ago with the, the information highway that they would be doing an experiment on black people, just he syphilis experiment. That had been, that had been done the day one. Yeah. So now people have a platform to be able to speak to millions of people without some having some narrative on there. And that's a good thing, both positive and negative, but you have to look through and find the most credible, informative, accurate information and i think from last year one thing i think the covid situation has taught us there are 99 percent of the people in this and who talked about it really don't know crap mm-hmm. period it's just talking heads and we are numbers have already proven they weren't right because we're getting ready to do the big second pandemic where millions of people are going to die and they had their first opportunity and they failed the governor of florida the governor of Texas, the governor of Mississippi, the governor of Alabama. I can, I can go right down the line. Governor of Missouri. All them people are going to die because of the ineptness of these people getting into a lane they're not supposed to be in. Well, I, I don't even know what to say to it other than, you know, I, I, I just hope that they start listening and doing better, honestly. Like, I, we're, we're so far into this and We've seen what has been working and what doesn't. And so at this point, we have to use wisdom, right? Uh, before we go, sir, before I, I shut my Facebook off, I have a question from Vicky. She said, please ask about the monkeypox virus. I don't know what that is. So monkeypox is just a different type of chicken pox, you know, uh, very prevalent in Africa. The guy came from Africa. He brought it there. And he got it. And what people are more concerned about monkeypox is being similar to smallpox. But it's not even it's not even in the category of that and stuff. And so that's why the cases have gone down. But we have to understand that as we go through this this, this pandemic, there are other diseases out there. And it was released today. Now, folks, all my diabetic patients, I told you what was going to happen. 
The black fungus is here now. We're resisting all the medication, eating people's face and eyeballs out of your head. I told you better wear a mask. You better make sure you don't have people wearing your shoes in the house because of that, that fungus is transmitted on the bottom of your shoes. We have respiratory Seneca virus that are killing children as we speak right now in hospitals in the United States. And that virus is not supposed to be here until the fall time. So you can see we have a lot of stress going on. We have fungal infections, the black fungus. We have respiratory Seneca virus. We have monkeypox. We got influenza. We have the SARS COVID virus. All this is part of the evolution of man not listening and thinking that they're the rules of this planet. But you got to realize that these viruses and bacteria are want to survive too. So we're always in a constant war with them. So we have to have the best biosecurity protocols, masks, and one hand washing, and stop being so nasty. So you can imagine going to the store, a produce store, people don't wear a mask, they're coughing on your, your, your cucumbers, picking their nose and touching the grapes, picking their nose and touching, uh, squeezing the avocado, the onions, the tomatoes, bananas, and you take that home and all that food is contaminated. So you better make sure you disinfect it, desanitize it. Goodness. I may not even eat tomorrow, sir. No. <laughs> you know, it's always, always a pleasure kicking it with you. I, I absolutely love having you here. Um, you're welcome, Vicki. I love having you here. Um, I want to see you next month in August. Um, yeah, I will be in Savannah for a while. That's my plan. Oh, I, I, lo- I love Savannah. I, Me I, too. I, at the uh, Savannah State. Had a couple of students from, uh, from Savannah State train with me in Peru. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful trees, good seafood. It's a great place and stuff. It's such a beautiful city. So, yeah, I'll be there for a while um, in August. And so maybe we'll be recording from, from Savannah. It just depends. Um, maybe why not? I, I don't see why not. When we do this in a month, I'm going to be recording. I'll be back in Arkansas. Oh. And we'll record, we record it here and stuff. So, yeah. you know, I can program anywhere in the world it's always a pleasure to do this program yeah. for our listeners thank you for even giving me the consideration to even listen to somebody like me because like I say I'm, I'm a nobody oh <laughs> uh, uh, no you you know you you are someone special trust me thank you Monique I hope I'm saying your name right hey Greg you are a little late hope you're well okay so I don't know who Greg is I guess it's maybe someone that's viewing but thank you to our viewers to um, all of those that are watching please share this video out still it's very important to share it share it share it um, this is what we do you know you know follow the relationship zone I talk about all things love life and relationships um, love having Dr. Roland here because he's talking about health and all things matter and of course we you know we shoot the crap a little bit it's fun so, Doc, I hope to see you in August. Yeah, and I just got an email just now from CNN. The Delta strain is, is the Delta strain is much more contagious than the Alpha strain that just came right now, just Amen. A second ago. Thank you, Doc Lang. Love y'all. That's what everyone is saying. So, look, we love y'all too, um, Doctor Lang. You want to say anything to the people before I? I want everybody have a super fan. Like I always say, you guys know me. I want everybody to have a super fantastic day. Be positive. Live life, enjoy life because it's very precious. Like I always say, through my eyes, I'm going to definitely see you guys on the other side. Absolutely. So, Doc, hang tight one second. I'm going to close out. 
for um, those that are watching us on Facebook. Facebook, I love you guys to life and I'll see you soon. Um, in August, we'll be doing a lot of love and relationship talk. So make sure you follow us, get the notifications and join me. Uh, hold on, Doc, don't go anywhere. Bye, oh. Facebook viewers.